Nerd Soul. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, right. Woo. <laughs> Late ill kid. At one youngster. Holding it down. Bringing it street geek and nerd soul. What is up, my people, today? That's right. You best believe it. I ain't telling you no lies. We're getting some uh, audio content. <laughs> All right. A little talky talk on that gaming side shouts to the fgc you know what i'm saying shouts out to all y'all out there playing your fighting games whether they beat them up whether they uh a little a one-on-one platformer you know brawl style whatever whatever it might be you know whether you're doing smash bros brawl holler street fighter mortal Kombat, whatever it might be just shouts out to y'all you know what i'm saying because i know you're out there doing your thing um Big shout out to before we get started. Big shout out to Open Mind. He'll be in here in a second. I want to give a big shout out to uh, Blurdish. Uh, shouts out to Keith. He's out there. I think Mississippi Comic Con right now. Uh, but he's been playing a lot of Turtles with me. Some beat 'em up stuff. Um, also want to give a big shout out to uh, Super Dave Watkins. Uh, we will have some more stuff coming to you in the future. So. I'll try to keep y'all in tune for that. I know that the the updates and everything from Nerdsoul have been up and down, up and down. So you know, please forgive me, but you know, it's you know, it's been it's been it's been rough these last couple of weeks. I can't really speak on it, but you know, what I'm saying I I'm just letting you know. I know I haven't really been around like that, but saying you know apologies you know what i'm saying apologies to y'all because i know usually i'd be up you know up and running like every weekend pretty much and things have been weird over the last month and it's because some you know just some internal stuff going on some technology stuff going on some scheduling stuff a whole bunch of things so pop pop better believe it so um i wanted to get into a statement from the devs of street fighter and this is kind of secondhand because i believe the interview that happened was in japanese so the i guess i guess the best way you could say is like this was um this is like secondhand from a secondhand <laughs> um because it uh it basically you know, it basically um, came through a Japanese interview that was then translated, I believe. And Rufo Monger uh, made a video about it, talking about how the devs were using the drive system in Street Fighter VI to uh, help kind of encourage and create not only like a diversity of play, but also uh, to allow for uh, greater individuality um, and how you know the game is played and how um you know we you know approach our character or characters and oh i guess hopefully in a way to make it be more engaging more fun um and have a longer have a longer shelf life you know learn new cool ways to do things and uh enjoy the game longer you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, of course, we're friends, and that's what you want to do. You want to you want to be able to play the game and have fun. Um, I know there's a tournament aspect to it, but you know, even outside of the tournament, I mean, I guess even in the tournament, you want to be able to have as many options as possible. So that's uh, that's pretty much where this this talk is starting from, and 
the reason I brought that up is because when I heard it, um, I put out a tweet earlier. I believe it was earlier last week. Let me look. Um, and the tweet was basically referencing that individuality statement. Um, and basically saying, uh, and this was on the 17th of June. So basically what I did is I came in and I said, FGC devs, um, I know you want to introduce individuality into these games, but straight up, what's going to happen has happened. <laughs> Each character will have two to three top players that pretty much everyone will copy. And I do mean copy to the letter. Sorry to be the one to tell you. Um, so, then, <laughs> uh, so, and, uh, I sent it out, you know, basically, uh, uh, open mind, uh, nightmare, nightmare, um, also, um, uh, remarked on it or liked it or whatever. And so I invited both of them to come in and talk about it. Um, and kind of like share their thoughts. So the the uh the young gentleman uh that we have coming on right now uh <laughs> open mind uh i'll let him introduce himself and then we'll get into the conversation open mind what's up yo my mic good uh yeah yeah you sound good okay good man i just i didn't know you started right away my just there was a delayed in the uh in the inbox so i hope i ain't late too late no you're not you're not super late i just i just kind of like laid out you know like what um uh like uh what the conversation is about is basically you know just read them i told them where the statement came from as far as the fgc the i mean the street fighter devs talking about the drive system and how they wanted it to kind of bring individuality create some you know uh you know a longer shelf life i guess you could say and then also my tweet about how basically what people are going to do is going to follow the top players and do everything they do. Okay, well, uh, what's up, y'all? I, I, I'm sorry for my tardiness. I just didn't get his... I, we were just talking about doing this, and I hadn't got the response right away because I guess it was a, a delay on my end. I just got the inbox saying, come to the you know live. So I, as soon as I got it, I clicked... On him. Anyway, yeah, you know, I can, I don't even really know how to start, bro, because I, it's so much to get into with Street Fighter 6, right? But I, because I, I don't, I don't want to make the show just about not basically saying about Street Fighter 6, but just letting them know kind of where, where the, the tweet started from. So letting them know, like, this is about fighting games in general, but just kind of like where the original statement came from. Well, well, by the way, if I do cut out, I'll just chime back in. So I am traveling right now. So, you know, for the most part, I want to, I, I want to say, I remember I told, I text you, I was like, I've been marinating on it. Cause, cause it's like, mm -hmm. but when you said it, I understood what you meant, right? I understood soul or where you were coming from and you texted i mean you tweeted it you just put a tweet out you didn't tag nobody you just tweeted it kind of like tweeted into the ethers that yep that, that that's <laughs> kind of a redundant statement that the, that the developer made because like me and you play fighting games now now as far as 
We don't need to worry about who's level or expert level. This ain't got nothing to do with being godlike or nothing like that. This is just knowing the protocols or the the the, the climate or the you know when you when you when you in that group in, in that space you kind of know how things go, right? And that is not yours yep. or my the, mine experience with fighting games. Our experience is copycats. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. a copycat, right? There is no individuality in fighting games. They ain't got nothing to do with Street Fighter. We can just throw the word fighting games up as an umbrella and just let it rain copycats, right? Because because mm -hmm. no matter what game the casual player is playing, they the pros, the pro players or the ones with the big subscribers that are actually good at games too, because they don't necessarily, being a pro player is not to do with skill. It's a lot to do with association. And you just learn that as you go, as you play games, whether you play in fighting, where you playing sports, Madden, NBA 2K, whatever, uh, uh, Call of Duty, you know, because they had those tournaments. Whatever your genre is, the pros kind of dictate the genre. And what does that mean? What that means is the pro players have a certain way that they approach the game to win tournaments, to win championships, to win money, right? So they'll find a, 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 a strategy or a certain effective way to play because this is effective, this helps you win. Even if it's not necessarily a fair approach, that's what they're going to do to win. So the average gamer, the average, is, is everybody listening? Oh, okay, I'm, I'm sorry that the, the listeners messed me up. They was all coming. What's up, everybody? I see y'all coming in. I'm going to get to my point and I'm going to pass it to pass it back to Nerd. The, the, the gamers, the casual gamers follow behind whoever the pro players are or the big following players. Because there's two categories, professional person and then person with a big big following who plays video games. Whoever those people are, they set the tone for the said game. And to say that there's individuality in a fighting game, at least that's what Street Fighter Six is shooting for, it's gonna fall, it's just gonna fall by the wayside because once Two months in circulation of Street Fighter Six out, not the beta, just their actual game out and circulating. The pros gonna get on it, they gonna lab it, and they're gonna find the most effective way. We're gonna get about three or four tournaments, and after the third or fourth tournament, Street Fighter Six tournament, after about number three, there's gonna be a, a default way to play with certain characters. And everybody's gonna copy that. Now I can pass the mic. <laughs> yeah, every th so um to the people requesting to speak right now, I'm a I'm a run back real quick what uh what this particular conversation is about. There was a there was a uh, interview with a dev from Street Fighter saying that the drive system they were trying to introduce individuality, diversity into play so they could, you know, have a good time and be able to, you know, elongate the game, give it more life and give it, you know, different ways to play. When that happened, then I tweeted out a tweet basically saying that um, no matter how much you try to bring in individuality, it won't matter. And I tweeted this on June 17th saying, I know you want to introduce individuality into these games, but straight up what's going to happen is already happening. Each character will have two to three top players that pretty much everyone will copy. And I do mean copy to the letter. Sorry to be the one to tell you. Now, when I say everyone, I do not mean every single human being. I'm talking about the grand general everyone.
So you know, so I'm I'm arguing for the grand general, the the eighty to eighty five to ninety percent of people. I'm I know there's there's two three percent whatever that you know have their own style, their own approach. But I'm talking about the grand general people that you find online when you play. Now we got some people that requested to speak. Now also, hopefully y'all come in and chill. If y'all come in and, and y'all chill. Yo, just be prepared. Y'all might get blocked, but you know what I'm saying. We we got Christopher first. Uh, Christopher, or sorry, is it Christopher or Christoph? I don't know, but we'll we'll let uh, we'll go ahead and let uh, Christoph up in here, and I think it's Christoph. Let me know. Um, Christoph, go on and speak. So, <laughs> with this with this said, back to uh, what Open Mind was talking about. Um, makes a good point um, in the idea that you're gonna have these you're gonna have these tournaments come out and then there's gonna be a sort of like a um a default way to play generally there's generally going to be like this kind of default way of playing and everybody's gonna like kind of like grab onto it and that's gonna be it there's not gonna be there's not gonna be any other way that people want to play the game they're gonna you know essentially come in and just say hey i want to play like this pro player so i'm going to copy every move they got and they're not going to introduce any extra individuality into the game um what we have between the the player engagement and the i guess the individual individuality statement um comes and you can hear even when um uh open mind is referencing it you can hear there's not there, there isn't a space for people to really, you know, there isn't really a, a opportunity for individuality because even now with um, the coming, what is it? Uh, even now with the coming uh, DNF duel that is already out on, um, what is it? Uh, already out in physical, at least in New York, because I heard people talking about it and kind of like complaining about it back and forth. It's not out yet. It's um, not out yet. That's just people with VIP well, people, access to it. It's not out yet. Oh, okay, because people are saying like the physical copy was out in New York and that people are already playing it's it. It's a bootleg. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, just telling, wow. I'm just telling you that the game comes out June 28th. I do see gameplay footage online of the actual game, not the beta, but that's because. But who's playing? Kizzy K, uh, Justin Wong, uh, Chris G. Yeah. You know, all of the, the, the VIP usual suspects. The sort of usual yeah. suspects, yeah. I don't, even Maximilian got a copy. So I don't. I'm, I'm Like when I see the, the footage of real games, and then the devs are actually. Because this isn't. This is DNF Duel. This isn't Capcom. This isn't, you know, they can do what they want to do with their product. The devs are actually playing the game and putting out content on the, on the YouTube channel. They're not, it, they're not doing it on the DNF Duel channel. There's an alternate channel. I can't think of the name of it right now because I'm not subscribed. It just keeps popping up. Full game mode mm -hmm. where they're in practice mode, going through the menus. They're, they're going through the, the challenge mode. The, the dev is talking in Japanese, but they're they're, they're just talking through the game. It was a, it wasn't a live stream, but it was like a good forty five minute video clip that I just looked at before okay. you and I talked. And it was just you know the devs were playing, it. so I, it, it, you can hear the Japanese talk. But it's like these people they're they're just going they're gonna go ahead and just play the game 
and put out footage and they're the devs. And it's like, okay, that's dope. You let me see how the game actually gonna look when I get it. Hey, that's good advertising to me. That makes me want, that. May, I am satisfied with everything I've seen so far as far as the actual real game and not the beta. And I can't wait to play it Monday or Tuesday. I'm not saying Monday, but. Yeah, whenever. Yeah, whatever the 28th is, I don't, I don't know. But I will say this on, um, the, I've already seen the statement online where somebody was saying, um, it doesn't matter who's playing the game early because I've already played during the beta and I know all the op I know all the optimal combos. So like like I said, the but what I'm saying is what I'm saying is like all of the this thing is happening already to a game that's not even out. I know all the optimal, all the all the optimal. These are the only. This is the best way to play this character, and this is the only way to play this character. And if you're not, then somehow you're playing random, or you know, some some kind of you know lower quality way of play. But you know, I'm a slightly disagree with myself. When it comes to when mm -hmm. it comes to DNF duel only, only DNF duel, but because it still kind of applies. At least the mindset does. The mindset is that their intention is to copy, but then the game ain't came out yet. But because I played both betas, there is a, a sense of individuality in, in in DNF duel because the move set is so. It's put it like this: you play Smash, right? You or you play Smash like fighting games, where it's platform fighter. And you playing with all the goofy little cartoons, right? You know how to pull that game, <laughs> and you know that all the all the special moves are centered around the special move button, right? There's a button, and mm -hmm. you press different directions to do that move, right? Believe it or not, that's DNF. Duel. Yep, DNF duel is Smash. The the control, mm, the okay. controls. Now, now, of course, it doesn't look like Smash. Of course, it doesn't play or feel. And movement like Smash, but the inputs. If we just take Smash Brothers, John uh, they're, they're Smash like. Yeah, just the inputs. That's it. That's that's the only aspect. That's the only uh, 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 thing that DNF Duel takes from Smash is the actual input button controls. Now, when you press those buttons, of course, it doesn't feel like a Smash game, but to execute your moves, it's exactly like Smash Brothers. Specifically, exactly, exactly, exactly. There is no difference. It's exactly the same, and that's why I want to. That's because you know people try to explain stuff, and it's like it's kind of sort of. No, there is no kind of sort of. It is exactly like Smash to do your moves. Now, of course, you're gonna now. Smash Brothers is an individuality game, and I've never played Smash Brothers, but I have. I have been playing Nickelodeon, and I will be playing the uh, other one. Multiverses when it comes out because it's multiverses. Yeah, that's crossplay. Me and you gonna be on that. Now that I've gotten a little bit of a feel of a Smash game because I never got into the genre, well, Nickelodeon is teaching me how to play Smash just because it's that game. So now I kind of yeah. like I ain't saying I'm a pro. I'm just saying I actually understand how what's going on now. And with that said, since I played the both betas in DNF Duel, and since I just recently started playing a Smash like game in Nickelodeon. And if I had to just describe it to people who just have not touched DNF Duel yet, 
the closest thing you're going to get to individuality mm. in a video game is the NF3. Here's why. Every and, and, and okay. I want, and I also want to challenge the individual because my phone cut off. I had to come back in. I want to challenge the person that said that they know all the optical combos. No, you don't. For one, you didn't get a practice <laughs> mode in, in beta. You didn't. You were just mashing buttons. Whoever you are that said that, you were just mashing buttons. Okay? You, did, you didn't get to see a menu that told you what that button does. You guessed and you felt and you assumed, but you still don't know definitively what you can and can't do with that character because you're in the heat of battle. But but open mind the videos that came out of, with all of the combos of the characters. You gotta understand this. There's literal pros at this game already. BS. Look <laughs> like this. When you go to practice mode, everybody will y'all get DNF duel Tuesday. It comes out Tuesday, June twenty eighth. But you, everybody not gonna buy it when it comes out. So by the time I say October. We'll, we'll be able to come give a real assessment of the game, probably like not October too far away, maybe maybe August, September. But anyway, yeah, like mid-August. Yeah, but but here's the thing. You got to go to practice mode, because even I got to go to practice mode with Hitman. I feel like I was a beast with Hitman, but I need to go to practice because there were some things going on in the fight. There's some questions that I had that I would have actually needed the person I'm fighting to just stand still and let me try this and see is, is this move because there's a move or a combo sequence that I've wanted to connect in my head. And I never tried. I was afraid I was turn and not get an opportunity to hit back. But and the and the sitting there not hitting me I can make all my mistakes. Rinse and repeat. Try different route. Try like there's so much. There's so things you have not done with the characters. That the beta just you just don't have time. You only had three mm. days before you're gonna figure our game out. Yeah, it, it's not. Now, um, hold up real <laughs> quick. Uh I did wanna I did wanna uh bring another idea into because we kind of covered this. Uh hold up, let me mute. Yeah, all right, yeah, you already muted, so good. Um uh Nightmare, who I invited, he might not be able to speak, but Nightmare just tweeted out um a couple of hours ago asking, saying, fighting game community. Do y'all enjoy competing in tournaments at high levels with no prize money on the line? Honest opinion. And there's some answers I wanted to go through. Um, well, first I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll say I'll throw this to to Open Mind because I don't know if Open Mind I don't know if um I don't know if you compete. In high level tournaments, I've seen you compete in tournaments. But are you are you willing? Are you interested in competing in tournaments with no money on the line? I do it all the time on Tekken. Tekken Seven has a tournament mode, and you can make your own tournament room and eight people join, or you can go jump in somebody else's tournament, fill up the room with eight people, and it's a it's a it's a regular bracket like anything else. The most people that can join that room is eight. I play Tekken tournaments more than I play Tekken rank mode. There is no prize. There is no money. It doesn't affect your rank. So if you lose the tournament, it doesn't affect your rank on Tekken. If you win the tournament, it doesn't affect your rank. It's just a mode, like practice mode versus mode, tournament mode. And you go online and you fight people online. Whoever wins, it says, congratulations, you won. That's it. You get in-game currency for winning a tournament. That's what you get in Tekken 7. 
in-game currency to buy more items for your character. That's the standard at practice. There's no real-life money. And yes, the answer is yes. I, I do it. Here's why I like doing it. Why I like participating in high-level tournaments where there's no prize. Because what it does is, it's, it's practice. It's really what it is. It's practice for an actual tournament. It's still an actual tournament. It's just not a prize at the end of the tunnel. So if you go through a tournament that, that there's no prize and you treat it seriously, you fight the person in front of you and you think that you fight as if there's a prize. That way, if you ever get invited to an actual tournament and there's some, some stakes on the line, you've already developed your tournament strategy. Because I can tell you this, I play different when there's a tournament and then when there's, there's rank mode. No matter what, mm -hmm. what video game I'm playing, I have a certain way that I play when I'm in casual. I have a certain way that I play in oh, okay. and I have a certain way that I play in tournament. I, I have three different play styles. Now, rank mode in certain fighting games, I'm just trying to get my rank up and win whatever points or, or, or get the win streak. Each game has its own requirements for you to rank up. Yeah. So whatever, the, whatever that looks like, I'll play that mode so that I can rank up and I'll do what I need to do to win the fight to rank up. Now, you change the mode around then my whole approach to the game changes. I'll, I'll do things in casual mode that I wouldn't do in rank mode because they're too risky, right? This is too risky to do in rank mode. And if I lose this fight, I drop in rank. So I'm not even going to try that combo route. I'm not even going to try that attack or try that approach or that tactic versus if we fought in casual mode or we fought in a, a, a situation, my tactics change. So there's no, I'm, I'm not one dimensional when it comes to fighting games, I, I adjust and adapt to the circumstances. If it doesn't require for me to do a 35 hit combo, then I'll just slam you around with grabs. Right. If, 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 if I can't grab you because you keep taking my grabs, well, I'm going to do something else. I'm going to do what you allow me to do in the fight. Whoever I'm fighting, the person I'm fighting is going to dictate how I fight them. The circumstances of the fight is going to get how I, I get fight you. It. So, um, with with this, I've I think there's it, it also helps stuff like that also helps with uh, with like tournament nerves. So, for instance, like you have okay, for instance, you'll have a game where you might play ranked or you might play arcade mode, and you have a certain feeling, and then when you play ranked. You know, maybe that feeling might be a little bit, you know, amped up slightly, but tournament nerves is actually a real thing. Like it, it is. It does happen when, like, when you, no matter what, your first match. Once you're in there, your first match, you always have that kind of like nerve. And the more you can play tournaments, if you if you're planning on playing tournaments consistently, the more you play tournaments, the more you can get rid of those nerves and rid of those kind of like jitters because. It took even even myself. It took a while on my first um, Strive tournament. My first Strive tournament, and well, no, actually, my first and only because I didn't get to play Strive anymore because life kind of went crazy and schedules went crazy, and I haven't been able to join a weekly since. But my first my first match, it was jittery. I won one. I won one round, but I lost the fight, and. I actually entered the tournament being like, okay, I know I'm not the best. 
if I can win one fight, I'll be cool. So that first engagement actually got the nerves off me. So when I fought the next fight, I was like, cool, I'm ready. I know what I'm doing. Because like once you once you get out of your head space of this is a tournament, this is a tournament, once you get that out of your head, then you're like, okay, I'm just playing the game. And then like once you're allowed to just kind of play the game, then you can kind of settle into how you play. So I think tournaments that don't have money involved do give you an opportunity to kind of get rid of those nerves. Be around a lot of people. Feel that pressure, I guess you could say. Feel that pressure. Be around a lot of people. You know, kind of like be around by the energy and then see how you feel and kind of get used to it. Um, and one of the replies, uh, someone actually says, it would likely depend on who else is going to be there with no money on the line I'd have it have to be someone I can't play online with otherwise due to maybe a far connection because um, then that could be a cool place for us to finally meet and actually play you know with the best conditions possible hopefully you know what I'm saying so there's that as well um well, everybody then, did you oh, hear me ahead. okay on my bad I didn't know if I was cutting in and out but I was saying everybody's different uh there's no that, that, I know Nightmare asked the question There's no right or wrong answer to that That's about preference And it's just And I just gave my preference Like I don't I don't have a Preference if there's a prize or not I'm either going to join a tournament Or I'm not going to join a tournament It has nothing to do with the, with the stakes Me yeah. my, my reason for joining a tournament Whatever game I'm playing Is to Is for my own Testing of skill for myself So the prize Really, me for me is just a good. If I can win this tournament, for me that's the prize. Because even if there was a ten thousand dollar prize, right, I'm gonna spend that ten thousand, but that W gonna last forever. I'm gonna go down three major. Like if I was, if I joined the major, if I had jumped in the major and I just by some miracle came out on top and beat all of the pros, whether that did, whether that helped my following or not. It all the truth is I won that major, whatever that is. I, I do see what you're going with about the kind of like entering the tournament regardless, you know, just based on what you want. Um and I I, I think going off of that, I think yeah, it, the the prize maybe maybe the prize money shouldn't well, I mean, okay. Let me let me take it back. Prize money will always matter in some degree, but maybe if you if you're someone if you like that Goku type where it's like no I just wanna I wanna play the best you know what I'm saying I wanna play the you know I wanna play I wanna get better I wanna play the best I wanna experience different play styles I wanna I wanna see different matchups I wanna you know I wanna learn that actually might be another reason to join these tournaments and get involved in these tournaments like for uh for a reason right now i'm in la but there's a lot of stuff in flux but sooner hopefully next year i'll be starting to attend tournaments and actually play and probably run one myself but it's not because i'm trying to be like oh i want to be a pro player and i want to be you know have somebody's jersey on because i don't particularly that's that's not my that's that's not my aspiration, but I do wanna I do wanna learn. I wanna get better. I wanna I wanna um, you know like uh, 
be experienced in what I'm playing. And like the more you play, the better you get. Like for instance, when I was when I was young, when I was in high school, I used to play sports year round. And I played basketball. Basketball was probably what I played the most. It's probably basketball, soccer, then football. Or maybe basketball, football, then soccer. Maybe those I think that that order. But I played basketball a lot. And I would always go to basketball camps every summer. Sometimes I went to two camps. And not because I was so good that I had to go to the camp. No, because I wanted to get better. I wanted to see other people play. I wanted to see how maybe I could utilize that in my play style or maybe I could uh, change how I defend people or see what to look for. You know what I'm saying? It was because, trust me, I was in no way, you know, I was in no way like the best you know, best in the, you know, county or whatever, or the state or whatever. I was probably, I'd say at a certain point in time, I was probably the best in my neighborhood. I'll say that. But, you know, best in my school? No, no, not really. And then and then when you get out to the state? No, definitely not. So when you go to like these regional things, you learn and it helps you get better. It helps you defend better. It helps you. So, I mean, this since FGC and fighting games in general it's about kind of like conflict and and fighting those characters against one another it's like you get better at those engagements so when you're when you go to back to rank mode you're like oh pff, this is easy cuz i just <laughs> i just got perfected like three times in a row or something or like so like my 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 nerves or my my you know whatever my anxiety doesn't even exist anymore because i've gone and played like the best people in the state or the best people in the city and now like i don't have that kind of air of like you know uh uh hubris or whatever about me i can just go and play the game and just enjoy the game um which moved me to my to a point that the, this, the, the whole this, this whole show's premise, which is why I want to I want to say this before we end the show and get this point out. The reason why it's not good to be a copycat, right? Because that's the whole purpose. We're trying to explain to the to the devs that okay, you want you're trying to shoot for individuality, but that's not going to end up being the case. There's going to be a lot of copycats. But yep. here's the thing: to, to, to your point, you said. You eventually get used to that engagement, that matchup with that character. You said that. What ends up happening is this. Once everybody starts copycatting everybody, right? The, the, the copycats who, who just try to copy everything because they just want to win. They just want to increase their win percentages. I'm going to get used to that matchup. I'm going to get used to those tactics and I'm going to stop you. And then you're going to stop playing this game because you're not winning anymore. The, mo the, the average casual player is just a copycat person. Lazy, you don't really play fighting games, but you saw it, it looked cool, and you just wanted to fit in. So you started mashing buttons. You're losing. You don't want to be a loser, so you go watch a couple of YouTube channels of big following channels, whoever, who's the pros, who the good guys of this game. Let me watch their video and copy what they do. Now I'm going to implement those tactics into the character that I'm playing. They're using that character. I'm going to use that character. Okay, so now you're using this character. You're, it's a watered down version of it anyway you, the tactics that you're using you're, you're not using them effectively but i see what you're trying to do and what i'm going to end up doing is as you oversaturate the, the 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 online rank mode with that character whoever it is whether it be ryu ken uh uh, uh if it's tekken if it's if it's jen and and all the mishimas if it's street fighter it's, you know, <laughs> whatever the character is you know they're gonna so that you're gonna have a a, a, a bunch of people 
overusing that character. And, and, and Harada, Tekken, Harada at Tekken said this. He said, if they do metrics, they see who's using who, right? The character's the most used character than the most underused character. That's the, every game's gonna have those metrics. So what's gonna happen is, as everybody try to main the same character, well, if you main in that character, I'm gonna main that character. You don't even like the character. You just maining them because you can't win with the, the character that you actually like. You like the character, but you can't win with them, and you gotta take switch it off and get another character because you because that character is, is a winner. But like you said, the whole premise of this sh is there is no such thing as individuality because everybody's a copycat. And when you become a copycat, a skill players like myself, like Nightmare, like yourself, and others, we're gonna notice. And we're gonna get used to that matchup because the server's gonna keep matching me to you because because everybody oh, plays the same. Everybody's gonna play the same, and, the, and and by you playing playing the same, and I already have a mentality that I try to be different. I'm automatically gonna be better than you, even if you got a, a, a copy of the game early, because my approach is to adapt, where your approach is just to fit in exactly you know what okay all right you, this is this is where and i was i was waiting to say this and i'm glad you said the word adapt the reason why all of these copycats are watered down versions of the pros is because pros are generally able to adapt pros are able to say okay i got beat this round how do i flip it or i'm down to like one piece of health how do I manage this? How do I not play scared for the rest of the round? Um, like those, that's the difference. Usually when you get so like a copycat down, you'll see a lot of just like running away. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With, pros, with pros, you generally don't see that. With pros, you might see like well-intentioned like blocks and, and kind of like maneuvers, but you won't see kind of like the game of keep away. Yeah, you're not like, gonna see the keep away full screen, uh, yeah. run away tactics, block lead tactics. Mm -hmm. Just and, and, and I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a reason why I play like I play because you always, you, you, you're not picking on me, but you always point out the fact that when my life gets low, I get more aggressive. I don't get scared. The reason being is not because I'm just, you know, an insane lunatic. I feel like this. You, if you've already beat me to within an inch of my life. But then all you gotta do is one time and I'm dead. So before I go, I'm finna get these, I'm finna get one off on you. I'm finna get a combo in or whatever. But as I'm going, I end up winning. Like I get you in this combo blender and now you're your minds and I'll it wasn't my intention to do that, picking and poking at me with little small little club taps until just 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 draining my health bar down. Until now we're even, now it's like the clock's almost run down. Now we're gonna play the clock game. That's that's the majority of the FDC. No matter what, if I have the life lead and my is about to die, they run. They don't just take the. You don't want. I refuse to lose. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run the clock down. Like they don't want to just lose. And that's me. That's why I'm so more. I'm ready to take the loss. Right. I'm already ready to lose. Mm -hmm. You already beat me to within an inch of my life. So I'm giving up. I'm just ready to go ahead. Just get it on out the way. I'm, I'm, I'm going to help you. I'm going to come towards you. I'm going to help you beat me and get it on out the way by pursuing you. I'm going to come at you. I'm going to run into a fireball. I'm going to jump and you can jump with me and and, and, and uh, air to air attack me or you can DP me. I'm going to do something 
to help you get this round out the way so that we can start over and reset my life bar because I don't want to do deal with the anxiety of trying to chase you around and I'm about to die. I just don't like that kind of fight. And if people fight me like that, I let the screen finish loading and I just want rematch because I feel like this. Mm. I'm already practicing what I preach when I at a at a disadvantage and my life bar is low. Just take the L. That's what I say to my opponents when they when they well, I, there'll be an inch of life left and I gotta wrestle them down like I'm chasing a little chicken around and I finally catch food <laughs> and beat you. And I go, yo, what was that about? Why couldn't you just, just take the L? No, man, listen, I couldn't beat you. It's like they get they just real salty. But I'm like, this isn't about fault. This isn't about skill. This isn't about anything personal. This is about protocol. If I'm fighting you, there's, mm. there's 72 seconds left on the clock. I got a full life bar. You blinking about to die. You're gonna make me chase you for 72 seconds. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you really seriously gonna try to drag that fight out and survive? I'm, uh, I'm not gonna die. I'm gonna survive. I'm not. I refuse to go down, even though that's not what they're saying with their mouth. That's kind of like how I feel. Like, why are you making me? I just did a whole death combo on you, and you just you survived, but you got an inch of life left, and now you're finna run all day. No, if you beat me to within an inch of my life, I'm gonna come towards you. I'm gonna go ahead and get out the way. I'm not saying it with my mouth. I'm not telling you on a mic to get it out the way. My actions, look at my look at my character. I'm walking for you. <laughs> yeah i think it throws a lot of people off when that happens because i remember uh i was i think i was playing a potemkin i, I think you remember the fight but i think it was a potemkin and he wall broke me so i had like a little like a sliver of life left and i was like when i get up i'm gonna rush him and i'm gonna see what happens <laughs> and i got up and i rushed him and I won the match because he had a little more life than me. But basically, you know what I'm saying? After the wall break, you know, with that little, it's like, yo, the game's over. But I was like, I'm going to rush him. I'm going to see if I can take this. And I rushed him and I got it. And the funny thing is when I rushed him, he didn't really do any inputs because I think it threw, it throws a lot of people off. Like, hold up, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, because like, most people get wall broke and the first thing they want to do is kind of like reset and back up or something like that. And it's just one of those things where it's like, nah, man, like coming at you, you know what I'm saying? Like coming straight, coming straight after you. Um, but uh, and you, you happen, right? You think, well, yep, you know what I'm saying? It's so yeah that that whole adapt thing because I I know I play I, like you know I play a very a very certain way, and I'm I try to be I try to be I try to be patient to a certain degree. Um, and I know I don't play my character how most people play my character, but I've also never been like, oh, well, you know, I'm not, you know, this character isn't, you know, top tier. I'm not getting wins with this character like I want. So I'm going to move on and I'm going to get another character. It's like, nah, like even, even with looking at DNF Duel, like, uh, Vanguard looks cool. At least to me, Vanguard looks cool and Inquisitor looks cool. So I'm probably going to be rocking with them to a certain degree, at least to see which one I like better. Now, I'm um, going to tell you who you're going to be playing with. Because right. I put you up on Faust, and it's not because I wanted you to play with Faust. I fought you. And in fighting you, you get to know people. Like, that is a true statement when they say, you want to get to know a person, fight them. Right? Mm -hmm. the, the video game itself is not an actual fight. 
but it's kind of like a projection. Like if you could, if we really had a beef, like kind of like the decisions you would make. Yeah, if you really had a beef with me, and you would approach, you would attack me like this in real life. That's what a video game fighting game is. It's just a projection of what you would do if it was you. So me fighting you, you're a you're a type of person. This and this is not to do with fighting game. This is just your personality. You're a peaceful guy. You don't it, it, don't start no shit. Won't be no shit. That is just how. Sorry for cussing. Sorry for cussing. I'm not proud to cuss. But that is just that's nerd soul for y'all. That's nerd soul. Yeah, this this generally me. Right? He's not going to attack you, but he will defend himself. Right? And and and, and, and if he be, he will destroy you and keep you in the corner if you give an opportunity. But for the most part, you're very methodical and very patient, and you're a counter person. You counterattack. You wait for your opponent to make, make a mistake, and you capitalize on their mistakes. Because, And that's why you're not an attacker, because sometimes you don't want to attack and then stumble or mess the input up, and now you're vulnerable. That's why you do the things you do. That's why I say get with Faust, because Faust is a character that can just keep people at bay. Faust controls mm -hmm. the screen. Right. And and since you're methodical, you can control your opponent, how fast they moving, how slow they moving, what they can and can't do. You are in control. That's why I said pick when I first because I played the beta of Gift of Your Strive and you have played it. So just like I played the Gift of Your Strive beta, I played DNF duel beta. I'm told you to go with foul. and I right so DNF duel, this is what I'm gonna tell you to do. I'm not gonna tell you to don't get no particular character. All I'm gonna tell you to do is play with everybody. Go to practice mode. Don't go online and take no fights. Get the game. You know, get the little download, the updates, whatever it does. Turn the game on and go straight to practice mode. Don't take no fights. Don't even fight the computer. Don't even fight the CPU. Just go to practice mode. Get familiarize yourself with the buttons and start mashing buttons. And then play with everybody. If, if you even got to stream it, you can stream it on your channel. Oh, wow. I got the NF duel. It's going down. No fight stuff. You're going to practice mode, and you're going to practice with the whole rock. And that's going to be the show. And then the next the next episode where you go live, just your own, not me and you, just yours, you're going to go live and go take some matches. The reason I say do it in this order is because of the way the game feels. Mm. If you to get strong, you will straight online and start a fight because it's, it's fun. This is not fun. This is just being up here. And, and because of the way this game feels, I think you need to go to practice mode and familiarize yourself with one, the controls, two, the gameplay, and then the third, the character base. Because I'm telling you, Inquisitor is not as good as she looks on that screen. I fought against her and I beat oh, her. Man. Not as good as she looks <laughs> on that screen. She looks good. She looks good. But sorry for cussing. Inquisitor is just a bad B on Instagram with a big booty. Cause cause that's it. That's all she is is a bad B. Mm, mm. That's all she is is a bad B, bro. She, she's not a cooker. She can't cook, she can't clean, right? <laughs> she can't cook, she can't clean. And all she wants to do is spend your money. She ain't no good. <laughs> all she wants is the wheel of fire. That's all she got is everything. Once you get past her wheel of fire, bro, she's she's not she has nothing else. But a but an axe. She swings that axe. That's it, bro. But there are other characters that are more viable, right? I'm not saying the Inquisitor can't win matches. 
I've won some fights with Inquisitor. But just as far as like to put her in the, to put her in your hands because of the way you fight, you are not gonna like Inquisitor as far as like not necessarily in practice mode. I'm talking about in in the fight. You in a heat of battle with it with, with, with Inquisitor, you nerd, you're gonna get off of her. You're not gonna like it. Cause that cause that fire wheel, all you gotta do is roll out of it. I'm not a, I'm not frame trapped in that fire wheel. If I see you trying to do it, I could roll out of that fire wheel and won't, and be untouched. And now you've wasted sixty mm. because that fire wheel is very expensive to do. You got your you, your, your meter right. And, Interesting. And move, every move costs meter. It costs MP, magic points. This is an RPG turned into a fighting game. So they're taking their magic points and using it as meter, right? Every move oh, okay. costs magic points. Like if you were playing Inquisitor and she was in your RPG group, it would cost 60 magic points to do her fire with. And you got to get a magic potion to refill your magic point. It's very expensive to do that wheel. So if they do it and miss, just like Street Fighter Six, they got a burnout mode. Uh, Who has a burnout mode? Uh, See, nobody, I, 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 and that's the part I never really explained, got into because of the excitement of the game. Street Fighter Six showed us a burnout mode, right? Where you do too much, you yeah. just burnt out. DNF Duel has burnout mode. It's burned out mode, mm. but, but, it, but it comes back quicker than Street Fighter Six. Like, <clears throat> you do all your moves and you're burnt out. If you ever go back and watch yeah, that you see, you see Crusader, he does his little moves and then he'll grab his chest like he's taking a deep breath. That's burnout mode. Yeah. Every character has a burnout uh, mode. Ah, okay, okay. So you don't want to. <laughs> deplete your health. You don't want to deplete your magic ball unless you can sure your hits are going to land. Because if you land all of your hits, it replenishes. If they block it, you're in burnout mode mm. and now, now you belong to them until your stuff replenishes. And it's a slow replenish. If you're not attacking, if you burnout mode and you're not attacking to get your mode back up, it's going it's to cool. Oh. It's cool. That's DNF tool. I'm telling you, that's the part I didn't explain. So you know, okay, you okay. fire wheel. Everybody's got a dope move, but you gotta use what moves. Don't just mash that button. Just because they're easy to execute, don't mean you should do it because they're very expensive. Moves are expensive on that game. Mm. All special moves are expensive. So, okay, okay. You gotta choose, and, and some cost more than others. So the left, the left directional button costs this. The down directional button, as you go in the different directions, <laughs> pressing the special move button. It's gonna cost this much or that much uh, bar. So if you're gonna use that special move, you better land it because if they block it or if they whip, you whip, you're in burnout mode until you replenish. And they, and and all you can <clears throat> do is block. That's it. You you can block it if you got meter. You can interrupt combos. If you don't have meter, you just gotta block and you're stuck. So you want meter at all times in DNF Duel because that is the combo breaker. DNF Duel is Killer Instinct. It has combo breaker on it. As long as you have meter, you have infinite combo uh. If you have no meter, you can't break combos and you're stuck in the corner in a block screen or whatever they're doing, you're stuck. You cannot get them off you if you have no meter. <laughs> so, mm, so all right, okay, okay. So you might, so yeah, play with Inquisitor because you're gonna play the game. You didn't get a chance to play, so you don't. Yeah, because PC players, man, they don't, 
they don't give us no love, man. They be like PC players. They be like, yo, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are afterthought. Yeah, so definitely pick her up, but don't settle in with her in Vanguard. Now, Vanguard is probably a better fit for you as far as like your patience, because Vanguard is a counter character. Like, to it, he, he, one of his moves, he just raises his um his, his his spear up in a slight little stance. If you hit him while the spear is raised, that's a counter. So Vanguard is like a counter character. He's got attacks, but most of his special moves are counter special moves. Well, at least two of them are, not most of them. Two of his special mm -hmm. moves are counter moves. It's like an air counter and a ground counter. If he's in the animation and you hit him while he's in the animation, he'll counter you. And that's for you. That's a good character view. But the, the DNF duel is such an easy game to play. Everybody's move set is the same. You don't have to memorize anybody's moves. So don't limit yourself to just Inquisitor and Vanguard. Now, the, all right, all right. Oh, the inputs are the same. You don't have to memorize nothing. The, you, there's no charge characters in this game. There's no no half circles or quarter circles or no crazy inputs. It's the, the inputs are the same across the board for all the characters. It's just that the animations look different, right? Some people have one, mm. <clears throat> some people have one one hit normals, and then some characters have multi hit normals. That's the only thing that sets the characters apart is their, whether or not they're multi-hits or not. But their actual special move inputs are the same for everybody on the roster. Nice, nice. That's what's up. Well, cool. guys, we going to have that on the 28th. On the 28th, we're going to have that. We're going we gonna okay. to at least stream a little bit. Have you heard anything about crossplay for DNF Duel? Because I still ain't heard nothing. Me neither. So, man, I hope so, man. I'm like, look, we need that crossplay. Come on, man. Still ain't like, that crossplay. Like, yeah, yo, like, strive. Well, well, strive said, uh, yeah, okay. So I guess we'll 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 talk about strive season two a little bit, and then we'll get up out of here. All right. So check it. Okay. They, <laughs> they they said, all right, strive season two. You gonna get this. You gonna get that. You gonna get all these amazing things, and you gonna get crossplay. And we've got we've gotten our balance uh, our balance update. We got that. They haven't announced any of the new characters. And they haven't given us crossplay yet, so I don't know what season two is going to bring. Matter of fact, they haven't even put season up, season two up for you to buy. Actually, like you know how usually they'll they'll be like season two, you know you can buy season two. Like they haven't even put it up to purchase yet. So you know, it could be that because our system is doing too much. They did just put out a whole other game, DNF to it. Is, that is our system. So it's possible yeah. that they just, uh, they just got sidetracked with DNF Duel. Too much focus on that, not enough focus on Strive. You know, it could, it could have been that thing. True, but true. People, so. all, all systems making DNF Duel. The same people who made Strive making DNF Duel. Yeah. Same, the same, so maybe, day, the same crew of people. The so same maybe, maybe it's... Go ahead, go ahead. Go. My bad, my bad. Maybe... Maybe we are, you know, expecting a little too much. They are giving us a whole nother game. And I, I will say I am a I am pretty much a convert now. Like I used to be a Capcom guy, like, yo, man, Capcom make great fighting games. So I'm like, nah, bruh. 
yo, I'm, I'm, I'm down with Arxis now. Like, you got, you got oh, Dragon, you got Fighters, you got Fighters, you got Strive. I even picked up, uh, Rev was on sale. Uh, Rev 2 was on sale, so I picked that up. Uh, it was like 11 I already own Rev 2. I bought it, bought it when it came out, but I don't play it no more. You can't play it. Nobody's online. Well, see, I'm going to be playing it just for, like, the arcade mode, just to, like, you know, just to familiarize myself with like the like the like the place that like see what faust was like in the game before this um i, even though, I haven't played new faust though because faust got an update since i've played him i played new faust he's op <laughs> oh all right okay okay you know what i'm saying shout out to my faust players his little sweet scalpel got full screen distance. I swear, he hit, he hits me with full screen with that low sweep scalpel sweep. Yeah, this scalpel this what's up. Is, is got some hitbox on it because I swear I'll be way out of range and he still hits me with that gun. <laughs> like I'm like, yo, I don't want to block lower if, at, at this distance. You mean tell me I'm in I'm in three car space between me and Faust. He can low sweep me and still hit me with after the new update. The new update. Has sweep. Like this low sweep scalpel is ridiculously the hitbox on that thing is ridiculous. It got too much range on it. He can already stab you from a distance and, and stab you in the stomach and hit you like a baseball bat. Then he then now his low scalpel sweep is full screen now. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's right. We we you know what I'm saying? We we struggled through season one, man. We was we were struggling, but I guess we I guess we back now. I wanted to ask you this because we didn't get a chance to, throughout the show. What do you actually think about Street Fighter Six? Like, how do you just feel about the game overall? I, it's weird. It's not that I don't think it. All right, so I have I have a couple of issues. All right, now okay. it looks. I think it looks good. I think right? I think it looks good. I think it looks really good. Um, the music to me is hit or miss. The music to me is very. It's like it's like they're trying to be hip hop, but they don't know how to be. And, this, and also, I'm tired of things kind of like ripping off hip hop culture, and it, it's and not giving giving credit to hip hop. <laughs> yeah, it's like yo. <laughs> I mean, we do we do got DJ in there, DJs in there, and they got a they got a sister in there, but it's like that's hip hop. That's it, and you could have you could have had you could have had Dudley up in that joint. You could have had Elena up in that joint. Like it, it's it's, and then the character the character that does the break dance, and I'm like, that could have been a brother or a sister. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it, it's like you can't say this was created by black people and then be like black people be like the least involved. And then like the hip hop, the hip hop that you got in it, it's like very sanitized. I yeah. think that it's it's almost like they wanted to try to like one up third strike and they did a bad job of doing it. Now, as far as the play modes, the play modes look pretty cool. Um the the announcer mode I think is kind of fun. You could always have some fun with that. I'm not I'm not saying you gotta play with it on all the time, but I mean it could be kind of fun. Um like say you play you and like say you playing your best friend or your little brother or something, that could be something fun. Um or even the 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 open world mode, I think, could be cool. But I'm just, what about the open world, though? 
Yeah, we still don't. Yeah, we still don't know much about it. Um, and but the I, I don't like the the versus screen where you can like do the faces. I know they got that from um. Uh, trying to remember what game they got it from, but like, like I'm not really a fan of that. But in general, I think the game looks great. The the hip hop aspect of it, I think, is corny. Okay, and yeah. that's where I'm at on it. I think I don't think I'll buy it though. I don't th at least not brand new. Nah. Well, where I'm at with it is, I like the way it looks because I was afraid that you know when they showed us a little teaser trailer about Ryu, I'm like, yo, this Ryu look, he don't look right. He looks weird. Right? <laughs> I don't, I don't have an issue with muscle. It's just like, okay, Ryu is not. Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's not he's not Zangi, right? Yeah, that dude was y huge. Y'all got too much muscle on him. Like, there, there's a such thing as too much muscle. Like, Zangi's supposed to look big, ridiculously big. He's Zangi. But Ryu looks like Zangi. Like, like a short Zangi. He's so swole. That's my issue with <laughs> Um, But I still need to play it and see what it feels like. What, I, what I'm seeing now is I'm, I'm I don't mind the parry system, right? Because that's basically focus attack. You hold the button down and you can parry. Well, that's focus attack Street Fighter 4. So I can't say I got a problem with that because I still, to this day, play Street Fighter 4. I just don't put content out. You never see me putting out Street Fighter 4 videos because I feel like it's an old game that no, nobody cares about. Even though I still play it, nobody cares about Street Fighter 4. So I'm never going to put a video out about it. <laughs> I mean, you can smuggle put out an ultra combo. I mean, an I ultra video every now and then. Nobody cares. That's why I don't even. I tried it once. <laughs> I put out an Able video because Able is my dude. It didn't get no views. So I just took it. I actually deleted the video and I didn't put up no more Street Fighter 4 video. Mm. But here's the thing. Here's what, I, here's what concerns me about Street Fighter 6 parry system. I think people are going to. Gonna. Uh abuse it right now of course the devs probably know that too but here's what i mean about abuse fighting games eventually die out because the people who play them abuse certain mechanics that the devs don't balance out don't give a mechanic that's op and don't balance it out because all it's going to do is is going to you're going to divide the community up the people who know how to use the mechanic effectively and the people who don't and the people who don't are going to stop playing the game. And there's going to be more people who don't than people who do. So your game's going to die out. You're only going to have a core audience. Nobody's going to be buying the content DLC that you put out because you have a mechanic in your game that's just too ridiculous and unbalanced that mm. only the people who know how to exploit it can use it right. So that means you're going to have a very, 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 very small, small pool of players who are actually good at the game that you've spent 10 years developing. You're only gonna Good have point. maybe maybe three thousand people all over the world, not just U.S. I'm talking about total worldwide people playing your game. Maybe ten thousand, eight billion people on planet Earth. We got about seven eight billion people that live on this planet, and only ten thousand of them playing your game. That's not a good look. But because yeah. your game, because your game is ridiculously OP and has a mechanic in it that's too that's just too ridiculous. That's like another thing. <laughs> I said the mechanic, but I was trying to refer to the corner pressure. 
So I should have chose my words better. The right. corner game in Street Fighter Six, according to the devs, the devs who was trying to teach Maximilian how to play the game, those devs were talking to Max and said that it it's not a good idea to be in the corner of Street Fighter Six because mm. there is no hope. there is no way to get out. You're just you just met you, unless you just either you're gonna throw them or you're gonna wait for them to give a break in between their punches, they, they block strings because you're stuck in a corner. That is a dangerous place to be in Street Fighter Six, according to the devs. And we ain't mm. even touched the game yet. We ain't even, we ain't even touched yet. the game. We ain't even got the game. Yeah, so what's going to happen you is me, you already telling me what's going what the game going to be. And listen, I, we all no. can't kill LPG. Low tier God is a is a villain. But I'm going to tell you one thing. Sometimes low tier God actually has a point. Sometimes he does. When it comes to ridiculousness and fighting games. Not that I agree with him rage quitting. I'm just saying I understand the frustration sometime when somebody beats you on some BS because the game has a mechanic in it that anybody can just use, even if they're a scrub, and they'll win and then they'll yeah. talk crap, they'll talk mess to you after they win. It's like, no, you only won because of that mechanic, bro. Yeah, you know, but if, if it's a situation where you can't be in the corner and like there's nothing you can do, that that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna thin out your that's gonna thin out your player base real fast. The dev said it, so this ain't no no Chris G or no Maximilian dude or no no VIP person who picked the game up and gave their opinion. No, the guy who's the, the guys who are developing the game. Yeah, the people that the, made it. The same guys who during Street Fighter Five a rollout when they was finishing up the slide that little the new the, the guys that replaced uh ono that, that every time a street fighter 5 capcom video come out you see them two asian guys talking right the two yep. the, the chubby guy mm -hmm. yeah okay those were the guys that were playing with 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 maximilian street fighter 6 and they were explaining mm -hmm. to maximilian that being in the corner on street fighter 6 is not a good look for anybody if you're in the corner just go ahead and take the l because if that person knows what they're doing and you don't know how to get out the corner. You, 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 we, we designed the game like that. He said that. Mm. So essentially, you're going to have to be a pro to get out the corner. So yeah, that's going to thin out your player base so, real fast. We're making Street Fighter Six for the pros. They're not making it for the, the casuals. Well, you know what? I, to a certain degree, I, I can understand why, because the pros have cried about Street Fighter Five for years i mean i even saw someone online saying um i hope this game isn't easier than street fighter 5 if street fighter 5 is so easy why isn't everyone a warlord then if street fighter 5 is so a easy handful of warlords, the street, it's only a small like, handful of y'all bro it ain't a whole lot of them but but it's so easy though street fighter i mean essentially you should wow. be able to play it with your eyes closed it's like it's not it's not easy what what it is is everybody wants third strike again that's what it truly is and they need to move on that's boomer mentality boomers don't know how to let go of the past so anybody, anybody like, talking they, about street fighter 3 is automatically a boomer because you because street fighter 3 came out in the 90s so you're automatically, yep. that was 25 years ago. So you're automatically a boomer if you even saying Street Fighter 3. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, I love Third Strike too, but I mean, like, let it go. Now, do I think I do I think we should bring some characters in and like, you know, revamp them? Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. But 
this whole idea of like you want it to play exactly why like I, so the thing is the pros will get what they want but what's going to happen is nobody's going to care about the game but they'll get what they want you know what i'm saying and capcom will learn a, a hefty lesson either that or capcom will patch that thing out in, a, in about six months <laughs> yeah yeah They'll be like, you watch you'll end up we'll end up having like a dust button or something where it's like I you get one dust a game or something, you know, or one dust a match or something like that. Whereas like cause I ain't gonna front the dust is kinda hot. Even even when it gets used on me, I'm like, all right, I understand. You just let me know. You let me know that I was doing well. All right, cool. Thank you. And then, you know what I'm saying? And then when I use it, it comes in handy. Look, they, they gave us a, a, a mechanic in Street Fighter V very, very late in the game's existence. These ships. These ships came in the yep. last year of the game's existence. So you ain't no telling what Street Fighter is going to end up being. True. But Because V-Shift, I was like, I was like, this is kind of dope. But I say this. I can get out of the corner. In pretty much any fighting game, I can get out the corner. But I don't necessarily want to be have to do that all the time, right? Yeah. I don't want to turn a video game on, and the name of the game is to put me in the corner and keep me there, and, and, and because if I get there, it's hard to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta, it, it's a side-scrolling game, so corners are inevitable in any fighting game, but it shouldn't be a death trap. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be like. If this is your fighting game because because this is the way you designed it, and if you seem to think if somebody told you that this is fun, I'm here to tell you it's not fun to be in to be to 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 again uh, and, and, and Jesse Wright, if you're listening, I know we're about to sign off here in a minute. Jesse Wright, if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening do not set up Corrup to where the corner game is a death trap. Give everybody make it even. Give us a mechanic that if we if we find ourselves in the corner, we have this option to use to get out the corner. Now, maybe we can only use it once per round or once every as we build the meter up, whatever that looks like. I don't care what it actually looks like. I just want an option that lets me use that option to get this person off of me who got me in the corner. Now you design it how you want to design it. It can look like anything. You can call it whatever you want to call it. I just want this option that if somebody back me into a corner on a fighting game, whatever character I'm using, I have an option I can choose from. And maybe, and I, I guess I would have to choose it wisely, and, be, and my timing would have to be good. I, I, I'll take that. But at least the option's there now, instead of no option, like Street Fighter Six, because the dev said it. You have nothing, no options. You can't even parry your way out the corner. You in the corner. That's what he said. You can't. Mm. It, it, here's a get y'all giving us a universal parry, and you telling me I can't even parry my way out of the corner. He can punch through my parry. Why is the parry there then? <laughs> yeah, because in the corner, the parry. If you're in the corner, the parry move should 
You know what would be interesting? If your corner Perry actually switches positions on some Tai Chi type stuff with the character. So like if you if you time your Perry right, you actually grab them and throw them in the corner and now you've got the pressure. Or or another another approach. I like that approach. Another approach could be this. Treat the Perry system like bubble block and and and, and stride. Meaning when you bubble mm, block, okay. when you bubble block, it pushes them off you and creates space. Versus regular block where they can get you and still stay in the same spot. The bubble block kind of pushes them off you a little bit, creates space so that you can get them back or counter or interrupt whatever they're gonna do to follow up. So, and I'm watching enough six three five or six videos to know that when you parry, that's all you can do is just parry. You can't really follow up and attack. Like you can parry the nah. move, but you can't respond immediately because your your character has to come out of the parry animation before they can start attacking again. So the parry is just a defensive option. That's all. There is no response unless you do the yeah, parry, I think the red parry. Yeah, because there's only one parry I think that you can do that follows with an attack. I, I, I seem to remember a, a, one of the videos where Chun Li like parry, but then went straight into her uh, her super kick. Yeah, it's two different parries. It's the regular parry where it just parries and does nothing, and then if you got two bars of meter, I think no, I think it costs, oh, okay. I think it costs three bars. It costs three bars of meter. If you use this parry, it's it'll parry through anything. Like both of y'all kick. Like so, what happens is whoever does it second wins. Like so, you, so mm. if you go into the super, the ultra parry. We'll call it ultra parry because I don't know the actual name right now. If you do the ultra parry <laughs> in Street Fighter Six, which costs three bars, your character turns red and whatever, and they just plow. They plow through any attack, you, whatever it is, multiple hit. They gonna plow through it, right? But if you do yours and return to theirs, yours is gonna win. So if you see them parrying up, you do the charge parry where they just about to just punch through everything you do, or or, or just 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 armor through all of that. Your parry will punch through their parry, and that's what we saw where the Chun Li punched through Ryu's parry and did her super. Because Ryu did his his ultra parry, and Chun Li responded with her ultra parry, and she won, and then she did her ultra. Parry. Yep. That's what that is. So the, the person who does it second wins. Whoever. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. three fighters. Six. But. And I, the reason I asked, I know we wanted got to go. I just wanted to see, like, since we, we got a lot of footage in the last two weeks, and I just wanted to see oh, a whole it. lot. Because I ain't seen nobody other than Max really talk about Street Fighter Six. Because footage keep coming out, nobody's giving their thoughts about how they feel about the game. It's just Max Million talking. Like nobody else got an opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, and see, you know how I am. If I'm not, if I'm not like super blown away, I just like leave it alone. And that's kind of how I felt. It's, it looks good. And of course, I know I'll go in and say I know we all know Chun Li got cakes. We've seen them. Yes, we understand. But it, you know, it's I. What the second they started doing the spray paint, I was like, all right, what we gonna do? And then, and then they had to do Jamie doing break that. I was like, of course. I was like, of course. You know what? Uh, I think people need to understand. Like, all right. So everybody who, who who's cringing listening to nerd talk, let me defend my boy for a second. Nerd soul, it, nerd soul is blackity black, y'all. 
he's black, y'all, and he's black, y'all, and he's black, and he's black, y'all. Yeah. And, and if you don't get black right, Nerd Soul will have a problem with you. I'm just telling y'all. If you don't get black right, and now what I mean by that is, when we fight the game, look, like Nerd Soul is disappointed with Nagori Yuki because he felt Nagori Yuki was, should have been a better, you know, represented black folks. Like when Japanese people try to, try to explain black to us, it always comes out looking Japanese. Like this just, you just a, you just a Japanese man with dark skin with dreads. Talk about uh, uh, Nago Nagoriyuki from Tribe. Because in other words, stop trying to use our culture without us. You got the, you need us to explain us to you, right? You can't go by here. Yeah. It it, it, it was just it, but, but that's just it was just kind of corny it's american shit here japanese people don't they don't know american culture they just think they know because yeah. of the, look at all of the blonde people everybody's blonde because japanese yeah people, yo they got so many blonde people up in there japanese <laughs> people see americans the american white people as blonde-headed people the american black people as just mr popo and shit you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah <laughs> that's the that's the, the extent like Japanese people just only know Japanese. They don't know any other culture but Japanese. They try, but they get it wrong because they just don't know. Y'all don't even speak the language. How you gonna understand my culture? You don't understand my slang to try to uh, to try to translate it in Japanese. There is no translation for my slang in Japanese. There's no translation. Yeah, there isn't. There isn't like a direct translation. It's so it's like. <laughs> So like you know the music, I was just like, ah, oh, here we go, and then like uh, it, everything. So everything on that side, everything on like the artistic side, as far as like the hip hop artistry, kind of was corny to me. And then Jamie, once he started, I was like, of course, yeah, he got the sneakers, and then, yeah, okay, whatever. And, then, <laughs> and I know, I know, there's gonna be some mad people about uh jamie they're gonna be like oh man we mad that you know what i'm saying he he talking bad about jamie but yo look bottom line is like it, it that's just how it came off to me it came off kind of cheesy to me it came off kind of corny and that's all i can say it came off kind of cheesy and corny but i'm you know what i'm saying I, I mean i still think it looks good you know i do i still think it looks good i still think it looks like a nice game you know, so I'm not. I mean, hey, there's that. You know, I still think it looks nice. It's just it's sanitized hip hop. I feel like this. It don't look bad, but I feel like Street Fighter needs to go back to cartoon Street Fighter instead of this 3D hyper realistic stuff. Because to me, mm. Guile Guile don't look like Guile. He looks like. Uh, uh, a clay model, like somebody put some 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 clay in a machine, spent it around, and and and, and molded it into guile, and then somebody took a picture, a 3D image, and put that image inside of a video game. Because guile, mm. Fighter Six guile to me, I mean, he just looks like a bodybuilder with some tight jeans on. Not a bodybuilder with tight jeans, though. Guile looked like a, <laughs> guile looked like a WWF wrestler who's just on his off day out in the public signing autographs and you see his big arms poking out of his jean outfit with his tight jeans on that's that's what guy looks like to me he don't like a he looks like a, a generic <laughs> individual like no man's arms is that big and then his mom, yo man 
that's because he work out. You know what I'm saying? I feel like whoever's designing, <laughs> designing the muscles with this RE engine for these Street Fighter characters, I, I think they just don't understand human anatomy. It's the same thing with these girls who get butt shots. You got a big old booty, but you got these skinny thin legs. That does not. That's not proportional to your body shape. Like if you're just gonna get an implant, that's fine. I'm not telling people how to live their life, but you you do kind of look hideous and you look weird. It's not if you're looking for a, a, the attraction of a of a guy because you want to do some augmenting to your body. At least make it believable. Because if you look unbelievable, that's not necessarily attractive. I think. Nah, I think it's, it's not. Look unbelievable. <laughs> it's like. I understand it's a video game, but at least make the character look believable. Like, yeah, somebody could actually look this way if they went to the gym. There's no way you could look like Guile if you went to the gym. I don't care if you took steroids. You still couldn't look like that. Well, let's the also talk about... Like that. Can can we get Pixar in the room? Because whatever the whatever they're doing to make their hair look great in Pixar films, what are y'all doing with Guile right now? Like, Guile's hair look mad stringy. <laughs> like every time, every time he combed that hair, that joint looked mad stringy. Like, is he does he need keeps? Is that is that what he need? He needs some keeps. Get, what, get his the, hair right. He got the best gel ever because his hair stays in that position all the time. Like, I understand. Like, you do your hair, you go somewhere, but when you go home, you let your hair down. <laughs> Guy hair always up. Like, how do your hair stand up like that? Like a like a mushroom and never fall. Like, come on, Guy. Like, that's not possible. That's gel. You get your hair to, the white boy that get their hair to stand up like that. They're in there so it can hold and, and, and get stiff. <laughs> so you fight Gal, he basically got Jerry Curl activator flying all over the place because if in real mm. life, in real life, there's no such you can't hair can't stay like that. <laughs> but I so yeah, it, that's just wanted to get your take. Um I'm still preserving judgment. I'm gonna comes out and I'm gonna play the beta because since, since everything leaked I think Street Fighter I think Capcom actually have to put I'm probably not buying when it comes out because you know you know you know they're gonna come through talking about they want like 70 something dollars and then to get the real version like the real version with the season one you know pass and all that it's gonna be a hundred and some change for a game that I'm not really interested in and I think I might be I think I might be leaning over to open mind side where yeah I think I do want more of the cartoon version of Street Fighter to come back. Maybe this hyper realistic version has sort of run its course. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, maybe after Street Fighter 6 go back to kind of like the animated side um but i guess maybe if they were to go back to the animated side they'd feel they feel some type of way because like arx has got that all sewn up now so i don't know i don't know but am i buying it when it first comes out nah i'll watch y'all play it you know what i'm saying i'll watch all y'all play it enjoy it you know what i'm saying it, 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 live y'all lives you know what i'm saying it, you know have a good time with the drive system I'm probably going to sit this one out because I ain't paying no hundred dollars for no game that I'm probably not going to play like that. I just can't see it. Now, 
I will watch. I will watch and enjoy. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm interested to see how y'all you know how y'all enjoy the game, especially people like Nightmare, because I'm sure Nightmare is probably going to pick it up. And without Balrog, at least seemingly without Balrog, I wonder who he's going to play. You know what I'm saying? I, I am interested to see all all my Balrogs out there. What y'all gonna do? All my math, all my sagats. Oh, because uh, they said there's not gonna be any Shadowloo in this, so we're not gonna have any. Um, not gonna have any Shadowloo. We're not gonna have any, you know, Bison, Balrog, or Boxer. Um, no Vega, no Sagat. So, will we get? I guess will we get later on DLCs of them, or will we get? Well, the the idea is that Bison is gone, gone now. So at least story wise. So will we get later on additions of Vega, Sagat, Balrog, or will we get pastiches of them? Like will we get Dudley and Adon and uh, I can't think of. Vega's pasties, if he has one. I'm sure Vega has the pasties I'm just missing right now. Um, or will we see someone like G or Q or um, what is it? Uh, Necro or whoever. You know what I'm saying? Maybe something like that. Who knows? But um, with that said, guys, we're going to go in and dip. Uh, open mind, we lost him. Unfortunately, he's been going through some bad spots. But thank you guys for sticking around if y'all stuck around. And I want to give a shout out to the one and only game that I am super hyped for that is on the horizon. I'm sure it is Corrupt by Jesse Wright. It's, yo, it's a fighting game that looks awesome. Can't wait to see it. C-O-R-E-U-P-T. It's, man, it looks incredible. It looks beautiful. I can't wait to see what it comes out like because the footage has been incredible. So with that said, guys, from us to you, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching if you're on YouTube. We're going to kick it with y'all another time. We got TMNT on the way. We got Motherland, Fort Salem, Evil, Star Trek, all kinds of stuff to talk about. So, until the next time, I'll let y'all later. Y'all stay real and peace.